Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Superman podcast with your hosts, Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 77, Little Girl Lost. Hi, pals. We're, uh, well, this is what, season four, so we're in the, I... we're in the home stretch. Yeah. Beginning of the last season of this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, introducing a major member of the, do they call it the Superman family? Yes, they do. Okay. Then, yeah, the, that. Superman and his family. Yes. Which includes Lois, his girlfriend, somehow. Mm-hmm. And, like, six different Superboys. Well, not in this show. It don't. I don't think Each we ever get any Superboys. Super the, the last. I think we might. Hmm. I think there might be when we get to shit. I might be remembering wrong, but I feel like there's a Legion episode where those guys time travel to Smallville and meet Superman when he's young. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I that was think. the that was the old Legion deal, right? But then I think they involve them with. Supergirl, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I might be remembering wrong, and there's no point saying this, because we'll get to it anyway. Yeah. But not a lot of Superboy, regardless. Thankfully. Nobody nobody punches a hole through reality. Well, thank God for that. Which is something that actually happened in comics. It sure did. And pe- they just they just expected us to be like, yeah, of course. You know how you punch things in reality? Uh-huh. You know, reality's like, it, it, it was a load-bearing reality. <laughs> like, sometimes you just punch a hole through it, I guess. You know what? Fuck this reality. Yeah. I gotta tell you, Superboy, I've been there. Mm, I guess so. Mm-hmm. I'm punching, it's not gonna help. <laughs> then you it just gotta... doesn't. You're not gonna get your reality deposit back then. <laughs> this reality is all full of punch holes. What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Well, I got mad, and then I couldn't find any reality drywall, so... Well, so you've never vacuumed reality. Well... I have to put in new carpet. Hmm. Why don't you just put in hardwood floors? It's so much better. Ugh, that would be so much better. All right. Let's let's talk about this. But let's, enough let's... about my apartment. Yes. Oh, were we talking about your apartment? I thought we were talking about reality. The reality of my repa- apartment. Oh, wow. The reality of my apartment is that it's very messy. Oh, well, why don't you clean it? I mean, maybe I will. I'm see, I'm a problem solver. You bring me in. I'm like a I'm like a consultant. I'll <laughs> I'll solve all your problems. Clean my, that. My apartment's dirty. We'll clean it. Pick that so, up. Done. I'm sad. Well, stop. <laughs> Knock it off. Yeah. See. Great. Money, please. Uh-huh. All right. Let's uh let's kick this off. Let's talk about Little Girl Lost. Yes. And uh, this is another two-parter, so we will be summarizing it in tandem. First me. Having been on Earth for like 30 years and having repaired his rocket ship at least three or four years ago now, Superman finally gets around to taking the thing back to what's left of Krypton. Well, I guess things have been pretty hectic, what with Rudy getting out of jail every couple months and, um... Lex? Lex is still a thing, right? As expected, he finds a bunch of glowing green rocks where Krypton used to be, enough to fill the chest cavities of 10,000 Malcolm's McDowell. Clonk, clonk. <laughs> then he discovers a distress call from a nearby planet, and after an extremely leisurely, almost 2001-ishly paced cruise down to the surface, discovers what's left of Argo City, a colony of Krypton that got SETI Alpha 5 out of its orbit uh, when Krypton exploded. Brainiac didn't realize they were out here and never bothered coming to genocide them, so that's good. But... Time and nature ended up taking care of the job for him anyway, and that's bad. The Argonians did try to preserve their population in Philip J. Fry-style cryotubes. That's good. 
but they've long since split open, giving Superman and our audience of children at home a nice long look at a bunch of corpses. Hooray! Also, right, I had a running thing going here. <clears throat> That's bad. <clears throat> One single tube has actually managed to remain intact, which is good! It contains the very much alive Kryptonian Girl Squad! But since the rest of them are long dead, this one, whose name is Kara, and that's Kara, not Kara, is forced to take on the role of cheerleader, so-and-so, what's-her-face, and the ugly one. Yeah, being the last surviving uh, member of your society is rough. Also rough, being forced to live with Superman's Earth parents in Kansas, and being scolded by Superman anytime you try out your cool new powers. Clark drops some tantalizing details about his exciting life as Superman, insists that Kara not have any part of it, then returns to Metropolis where he promptly has his ass handed to him by a pair of particularly stupid new supercriminals sporting, respectively, a heat ray and a cold ray, which is like supervillainy day one. He does end up defeating them after an embarrassingly long time. Like, really embarrassingly long. Jimmy Olsen, who was also here, realizes it's the late 90s, so he does the mid-80s equivalent of a noir detective finding a matchbook. He finds an arcade token. He also decides that he hasn't been in this show enough yet, so he goes off to investigate said token, and he's joined by Kara or Karen or whatever, the new intern who is definitely not related to Clark Kent or Superman. Jimmy just sort of takes her word for this and doesn't seem to notice when she leaps tall buildings in a single bound and clearly displays more power than a locomotive. In fairness, he's a photographer, not a reporter. The two of them track the hot and cold gang to their new lair, warehouse... Lair house? <laughs> and run into the mastermind of this whole affair, Granny Goodness, who is exactly as stupid as she sounds. And, of course, she's from Apocalypse. How could she not be? Apparently, bankrolling eighth-tier gangster nobodies like Bruno Mannheim wasn't working for Darkseid, so now they're setting their sights on disgruntled teens. When this plot inevitably fails, I assume their next plan will involve arming all the small dogs in Metropolis with oversized ray guns and spiky metal fists. So a fight ensues, as these things tend to do, and Kara or Karen or whatever rips her tiny half-shirt to reveal another tiny half-shirt with a Superman-style S, and Jimmy is absolutely stunned by this development because he's kind of dumb. So Granny pops open a boom tube, and out comes the female Furies. There's Lashina, who comes out with Whip, Mad Harriet, who looks like the female version of the Creeper, but with Wolverine claws, and Stompa, a large woman who stomps things. I love them all. Supergirl manages to take out Leshina and Mad Harriet, and then Stompa stomps her ass out of a window. Meanwhile, Clark and Lois are at a scientific press conference about a comet that will be passing by Earth. Scientists mostly wave a plastic comet at a globe. Thanks, science guys. When Clark feels the stomping of Stompa and heads out to Superman it up, he arrives to find that a superperson is already there. I'm Supergirl, says Supergirl. Huh, says Superman, not particularly thrilled. And then Stompa kicks him some more, and the female furies kidnap him back to Apocalypse. Superman is very bad at fighting Apocalypse, guys. Luckily, Granny Goodness leaves her boom tube remote behind like so much bones on the gangster planet, and Supergirl follows her cousin, or whatever his deal is. She mostly flies around Apocalypse, trying not to get bitten on the shoulder by parademons, while Darkseid gloats at Superman and threatens to destroy Earth with the aforementioned comet, which did turn out to matter after all. Thanks, science guys! Supergirl shows up and fights the Fury some more, and then she and Superman escape back to Earth. Once there, they save Earth from the comet, and Supergirl proves that she's awesome and gets to stay on Earth. Back in Apocalypse, Granny's henchmen whip her some more. I gotta say, I'm pleased that you're keeping the dumbest reference that we share alive it, to the Egyptian magician. It makes me laugh so much. Yeah, he, me too. He comes out with whip. Mm -hmm. He punches his chest and it disappears in the crowd. <laughs>
as a small, large mountain cat. Oh, God. We have like 10 jokes mm-hmm. between us that to this day we still just repeat back and forth and we're both delighted by it. And I'm so yep. glad. Always will be. Have I mentioned I love co-hosting a show with you, really, uh, legitimately? This is this is uh, delightful. Yes, uh, we disagree on some stuff, though. We so do. There is that. Mm-hmm. I mean, last week we we brought someone on to defend all this Jack Kirby bullshit, and he mm-hmm. promised us there would be more, and boy, was there. Yep, I did not think it would be this soon, but here we are. I okay, putting aside my own opinion, mm-hmm. it's too soon. Sure. Like you just did a big two-parter. Give it a minute. Mm-hmm. It's the pacing's a little weird like we're right back there with dark side again yeah there is again no you, like you I, were, yeah you were you were we were talking about this before the episode and you mentioned it in your summary uh what what's lex up to has did lex do anything after world's finest i think that was the last time we got any lex look i got my ass kicked pretty badly hanging out with the joker i'm gonna go chill for a while i'm, I'm going legit i <laughs> know you're not you're not I mean, fooling anyone. I mean, legit as a billionaire gets, so, you know, I'll well, yeah. stop actively shooting people in the streets. Uh, will you, though? I mean, if they're poor people, I can probably still get away with it. Yeah, them. probably. <laughs> a little too real. Yeah. Um. I feel bad about it. But, you know, there's there's been, like, uh, very little Lex. There hasn't been a lot of, like, your... Uh, I mean, I guess we got Bizarro not too long ago. Yeah. But there hasn't been a lot of his, his regular guys. He's yeah. The Apocalypse show now. I could have done with more Rudy. Yeah, I I think we'll get at least one more Rudy. Mm, I might good. be wrong about that. I know we get one more Bizarro. We get, like, there's there's some of the other guys. Hey, but, Superman, uh, I'm back, and I'm using my pink powers to drain your energy. Oh, Rudy. Oh, Rudy, damn it. I'm so sick of you. But We've... at least you're not from Apocalypse like these assholes. I mean... All right, let's get into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is both your good thing and my bad thing. Hooray! Uh, you go first. I love the female Furies, and I love Granny. I love the designs on them, obviously, but I found them really fun characters, too. Like, mm-hmm. all, all of them good voices. We'll get to the yeah. Ed Asner of it all in a minute. Um, I fucking well, love... Sorry, uh, one, of, one of the Furies is uh, uh, one of the SCTV regulars, Andrea Martin. So oh. That was cool. Um, I love uh, Stampa. Who's just a large woman who, like I said, just kicks the shit out of stuff. She's That's like, um, perfect. She's like the human equivalent of the thwomp from Mario. Yeah, she just fucking jumps on you. That rules. Yep. Her I like. Her and, design is good. Her powers are very straightforward. I enjoy that. And I love I love Granny Goodness as a weird Fagin that works for Darkseid. I see. She's, I mean, I, I called this out of my summary, mm-hmm. but I don't get it. There's... They, so... First, they were arming thugs. Mm-hmm. Now, seriously, teenagers? Yeah, we got these teenagers who are looking for a better. It's the it's the uh, the Shredder plan for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. You oh get, uh, well, you, you get uh, children who run away from home, give them a cool arcade to hang out with, and then let they'll steal for you. And you give okay. them uh, guns that shoot cold and or hot. Now, I'm not that familiar with the turtles. I, they, mm-hmm. I just missed them because I just was not the right age for that. Like, sure. they, they were toys aimed at kids a little younger than me but uh, i i'm pretty sure shredder didn't have a whole planet dedicated to evil and blowing up other planets like he it made sense that his plans were a little smaller that is true dark side like this is his deal huh mm-hmm. i i it's kind of one of the things i love about dark side is it's just little fiddly crap that makes people's lives worse okay it's just like yeah I'm going to take a bunch of kids, have this woman treat them terribly, and then they'll steal crap from me. 
and them feeling bad will make me feel better. Okay. I, I love him. I keep, like, I hate to keep harping on mm-hmm. this. I do. This has got to be boring to listen to after all this time. But I want to like it. Mm-hmm. I do. I really, I just, I can't quite click with this, whatever the vibe is, which is over the top, but maybe not over the top enough. Mm. I think that might be part of it. I think okay. it might be that it's just, we're meant to take it seriously alongside some pretty heavy stuff, but it's also goofy as fuck. I mean, it is. It's one of the and things I, can I handle, find appealing I about it. I didn't used to be able, I didn't used to like camp and, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. I have come around on that, but it's like, it's inherently campy, but the show doesn't think it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just, it needs to pick a lane, I think. Well, you you were saying before you didn't mm. think the show had really pulled this stuff off. Do you think they're doing it now? I I think at this point they are. Like I okay. I really enjoyed this one, and I enjoyed some of the stuff we got into last time. Like I still okay. have problems with the la- with the last yeah. episode, but uh, like this is I I'm really enjoying seeing these characters and okay. just hanging out with them. You know. All right let's let's put aside the fact that you are obviously very familiar with them from mm-hmm. the comics. If you were a kid tuning into this in 1998 or whatever, we were probably at 99 at this point, whatever, mm-hmm. you would have been a teen at this point. But sure. still, if you were a kid mm-hmm. tuning in, seeing these characters for the first time, do you think you would feel the same? Or is it because you're familiar with them? I don't know. Okay. Um, I definitely, as a kid, would have enjoyed Superman fighting a bunch of weird women, you know? Yeah. Like, I would have been all over that. Yeah, I like that. I wish they hadn't just called them the female Fur- Furies. Would have been fine. Yep. What kind of Furies are they, Jack? Don't worry uh, about it. Uh huh. Well, he's got to go for the alliteration. Mm-hmm. I get it. Oh, you spend that much time around Stan Lee, and you're going to. Yeah, I guess that's how you comics. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But I don't know. What's the deal with the one? I guess she doesn't have a nose. Yeah, she doesn't have a nose, and she's covered in uh, uh, ribbons. I don't, it's like she's, it's like she's started doing a Larry Trainer cosplay and then got bored. <laughs> she's like half a mummy. Hey, uh, you want some more, uh, you want some more ribbons for your ribbon costume, Lashina? Nah, this is fine. Lashina. Let me ask you this. Is my nose completely covered? Oh, yes. Dark Side played Got Your Nose and uh, it's gone. Your nose has joined the pile of noses on Apocalypse. Mm. How does I'm she Darkside. smell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You could do better than that. I know you could do a better dark side than that. I'm dark side. There you go. It's hard to not, because uh, he's basically Lex. I'm just going to stand here with my hands behind my back and just glare at you for a while. Do you like my pants? <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so I'll I'll get into my back. Yeah. Thing now. I, I, I kind of hate Granny Goodness. Sure. Like... It's just a, it's it's an old joke to mm-hmm. me. It's like, look, it's an old lady, but she's tough and she's voiced by a dude. And I I don't know if that's problematic or not. I'm not qualified to I'm say. I'm not I'm not sure. We were talking about it before the episode, and I just I just don't know. You know. But but I do think anytime anytime uh, a female role is played you know, by a dude, it takes an opportunity away. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you do that? Bob yeah. Burgers does this a lot, and I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, cast women. As women, they have a hard enough time getting roles, and now you're taking away roles that they should be getting. Now, that said, it's Ed Asner, and he's great. Uh-huh. He does a great job. Yep. He's, he's well cast in this role. I just think it's a little 
weird. Like, yeah. not in a good way. But, you know, he does, he, he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he, he knows it's campy. He's calling people pork chop. <laughs> Kill him, pork chop. Yeah, it's, um, I think if everything had been as stupid as Granny, I'd enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. Also, her color scheme just is terrible. Oh, I love her design so much. Uh, like, like the Furies got some pretty solid colors. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, Granny just looks like, I don't know, what do we got left? Some red, some green, orange, whatever. <laughs> just throw it all together. I got my chain mail. All right. Mm-hmm. And my big whacking stick that's electric. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to figure out what it is while I'm holding it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to arm some teenagers. What's this for, dark a, side? Build a comet magnet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Like, why You'll... don't you embrace how stupid that is? Come <laughs> on. Deadly serious. Oh, my God. He's built a comet magnet. No. Come on. So, once all the teenagers have stopped stealing enough stuff that we can build the comet magnet, we'll pull a comet to Earth. Mm-hmm. Fleischer's Comet. Uh-huh. Get it? Do you get it? It's from that and thing. Siegel and Schuster's Comet. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, okay. No, actually, I, John, I, uh, I like those references. It's just, it, you know. I mean, it's not subtle. Uh, it's not subtle to us. No, that's true. Like, but we're kind of assholes about it. So. I mean, yeah. It absolutely would have been when I was watching this as a kid. Like, oh, he made the old cartoons. That's cool. That's the uh, That's the name of a comet. That might yeah. be the name of a real comet. I'm kind of dumb. I don't know. I did like the look of the comet magnet, though. Mm-hmm. Like, it was future of the 40s-ass fucking art deco. Oh, yeah. Gold, like, oh, very good. There was some good, like, uh, background design in this one, too. Mm-hmm. It was, um, we got some really good wide shots of uh, Metropolis. Like, oh, yeah. When Superman and Supergirl are up there, like, just uh, trying to stop the comet. Like, mm-hmm. you get a big wide shot of the whole city, and it looks real good. Cool. Um. When Superman's wandering around Argo, that mm-hmm. all looks great. Like, oh, really yeah, that whole scene was really neat. Just, yeah, I, it was. It turns out I really like Superman just going to another planet to explore. Well, nobody else that we know of in this DC animated universe and, and going forward for quite some time, I don't think is as qualified to do it as he mm-hmm. is. Like, Batman has no business up there. Was the yeah. Flash going to go to another planet? Okay. I'm going to run to another planet. No, I mean, not. obviously Green Lantern. Yes. But, you know, that's his job. Mm-hmm. But exploring... Superman feels about right. I uh, the the shots of what's left of Krypton and it's just like kryptonite rubble. Yep. It's really cool. Yeah. No, and the the architecture of mm-hmm. Argo and it's like, "Oh, I guess they it doesn't really look like it belongs in ice." And then we find it, "Oh no, this it planet doesn't... wasn't icy." Yeah. Uh this this uh happened later and all that shit got buried. Oh, that's so much cooler. <laughs> Oh, I love that whole bit too. Just the the woman, just like things got real bad for us. Help! Superman's like, yeah, I will help. Oh it's no! Your, it's your very standard um, sci-fi like uh, hologram of a long dead society. Yep. But I'm a sucker for that kind of yep. thing, and it was very good. The woman they I, and I didn't check who this is, but um, the woman they got to do that voice just had this. I don't want to use the word spooky because it's not quite right, but just that that sort of sad, like. She's long dead. She's mm-hmm. it's hopeless. She just she had a really sort of indefinable quality that just really added to it. I thought it was, her design was really cool too. Yeah, you know, and now, every, it, it's like not quite Kryptonian, but you can see where it sort of comes from. 
Well, they're they're a colony of Krypton, yeah. so she is Kryptonian, but they probably splintered off into their own thing. Yeah. So yeah, and and the sound design it was mostly just this sort of sparse like wind whipping around, like the atmosphere of it was very good. I also I really like this as an origin for uh, uh, Supergirl. Yeah. Uh, the one the more common like the one from the comics uh, and the one that's used on the TV show uh, is like she was the other one that got sent by uh, 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 Jor-El's brother. Yeah, I've I've heard that one, and I don't love it because it makes Superman less special. Exactly. I like the character, but just, like, having her, like, just, yeah, and I'm also here is... Well, and isn't isn't there also a version where the she comes from the bottled city? Is that right? I think so. Like, I feel like this show could have made something like that work where Brainiac preserved a small part of Krypton, and mm-hmm. she's the only one left or something. But this, this is so much better. Yeah, and, really like, think. they're not... At least I didn't notice. I could be wrong. They're not related, as far as I can tell. No, they say they're cousins, but I don't. I don't like, think they are. It's, yeah. I what I think they're doing, without saying it out loud, is she's kind of young. She's a teenager. Yeah. And obviously, the thought would be, well, we could repopulate the Kryptonian race, and then that goes to a weird, gross place because mm-hmm. he's thirty and she's sixteen. Yeah. So instead, they just say, no, we'll, she's like a little sister. Yeah, we're not. That's not gonna uh, happen. We're let's not repopulate Krypton. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Mm-hmm that they just sort of uh, brush that away without really yeah. having to talk about it. They do sort of over-sexualize her a little, but I've, they do. I've, I've had discussions with people about this, mm-hmm. and the defense that I have heard from, from women, like mm-hmm. from horny dudes don't count. Sure. But from women is, that's how a teenager dressed in, like, 1998. That's, Mal, yeah, was, right. uh, Mal was watching this one with me, and she said, yeah, she, she looks very 1998. So yeah. I'm like, all right. She's dressed like Britney Spears yeah. like, when she first came on the scene. So, all right. I'll buy it. And mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say sexualized because that's not it. It's not. We don't get, like, shots from the POV of her ass and mm-hmm. we don't get longing. Like, there's no grossness about it. It's just the design shows a lot of skin is all. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't think they really they really do that. So that's good. I, I like the, um. this is a unique design that, like, oh, like is this it? isn't from the comic as far as I know. Okay, uh, and I I like it. Like it's a yeah. um, the temptation to just do the Supergirl costume, you know, the blue and red, like how Superman looks. Yeah. Um, I like that they decided not to do that. Like I like the white shirt. Oh, know? I like the white shirt. I I am baffled by the Mickey Mouse gloves. I love the Mickey Mouse gloves. I don't they understand don't... them at all, but I love them. They don't seem very practical. <laughs> These are my Mickey Mouse gloves. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> Tim? Uh-huh. Is that you? I'm Robin. Ho oh. ho. Uh, but this is this is basically my good thing. I mm-hmm. probably mentioned this when we did the Supergirl Batgirl crossover, but I absolutely love Kara. Her big smile is like quintessential Bruce Tim draws a happy young girl. Mm-hmm. And it fits her perfectly. Like it'd be easy to sort of reimagine her as sort of a disaffected teen. I don't want to live in Kansas. I want to go fight crime. But that's not it. She's she's happy. She mm-hmm. loves it. She's she's so like we do this great time jump so we don't have to deal with, oh, how did he teach her English? How did he introduce her to the Kents? It doesn't matter. She's flying in Kansas. It's been a little while. It's cool. Um, And you just see her in the sun, like in in the sunshine with that big old smile just Mm -hmm. swooping through the air. And she just loves it. And it's like, oh, that's so great. And it it could come off as corny, too. Like her happy, like just 
being happy to have superpowers, but it's not. It's it's very earnest, and I like it. That scene and the one at the end captures so well how awesome flying must be. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. you, I've read eight trillion superhero comics. Um, I've seen a million people fly, and this really feels like it just captures that, like, no, this rules. There's a great. It might have been the first one actually. Uh, Astro City story. Yeah, that's the 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 that's the first issue. Yeah, that's their Superman analog mm-hmm. where he just talks about like, yeah, I gotta fight crime. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Sometimes I just want to take a little time to myself and fly because flying is so cool. Well, there, there's stuff in there that I remember. I haven't read that comic in years, but there's stuff oh, in there so good. where he's like, I get to fly for seven seconds. I get to fly for fifteen seconds. Yeah, I get to fly for twelve seconds. I'm like, I, like, this is the like everything else I get to do is fine, but this is like this is what I live for. It's so it's so good. Yeah, no, that book continued to be good. Mm-hmm. They did a like, and he kind of changed and evolved with the times. Like he, um, there's a really good story about a, a trans supervillain. I think it was. Oh yeah, I think I remember. Late that in one. the run, that yeah. was surprisingly like for an old white dude, surprisingly like not bad. Mm-hmm. Like he was trying to talk about things that people are talking about now. And yeah, it was cool. I think it ended not too long ago, but I always really love that book. Yeah. Anyway. I, I really like Supergirl a lot. Uh, I think um, good design, great mm. voice acting from uh, Nicole Tom. Just yep. like, like I said, she really feels like she gives you that earnestness without seeming sort of cheesy. Mm-hmm. Like, this is fun. Oh, <laughs> no. I really liked uh, her hanging out with Jimmy. Yep. But also Jimmy didn't fall in love with her. No. There was a bit of flirting, but. I mean, it was not like you are my boyfriend now. I I could definitely see him be like, uh, I don't know any of the, uh, I I know all the temps and I don't know you, but uh, mm-hmm. screw it, I don't yeah. care. Well, Jimmy spends a fair amount of time with the, uh, and I didn't catch her name, mm-hmm. the one of the hot and cold twins. Oh, uh, Amy, I think. Yeah, I well. I saw that in your notes, and I wasn't sure if you were calling her Amy because it's uh, Lauren Tom doing her voice who did Amy on Futurama. Oh, no. It's Amy Amy. in the credits. Ah, okay. Well, she has this whole thing that I didn't really buy Mm -hmm. where it's like, I was bad, and now I'm going to atone for... Okay, Mm -hmm. let's let's see more Supergirl. Yeah. But uh, what I'm saying is Jimmy spends the whole episode either with Supergirl or with her. Mm Mm-hmm. He doesn't creep on them. He nope. just sort of works with them. But he also might be a little starstruck. Like, it's it's sort of the respectful side of yeah. a little flirty, but fine. And I like that. I, 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 I could definitely understand the uh, seeing Supergirl and going, oh, no, that's awesome. Yeah. But also, I said this before, I want to see more Jimmy. And yeah. we got, like, without taking the focus away from the new character, we got a Jimmy-centric, like, episode. And it yeah. was great. And it ends with him getting an actual byline. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he he's a photographer. He's not a writer. <laughs> Those are different skills. I mean, they're not... They, of course, they overlap. Of course, photographers can write and, mm-hmm. and so forth. But, like, it was... Just, like, I, I... Lois congratulates him, but I bet she fucking hates it. Uh, I, this I, child we brought in to take picture. What? You put him on the front page? Let me see what this... Let me see this article. I met Supergirl. It was very, very, <laughs> very good. We went mm-hmm. to... The warehouse. It was scary. Come on, Jimmy. I told you about this. First you have to tell them what you're going to tell them. Mm-hmm. Then you tell it to them. Then you tell them what you told them. Uh, you're never going to get get a Pulitzer this way. Thanks, Miss mm. Lane. Or a Excalibur award that'll uh-huh. stab you in the head. 
Ah, we should all be so lucky. We also haven't gotten a ton of Lois for a while. But no. Hopefully we'll hopefully they'll make that up. Yeah. But but again, nice to see Jimmy. Nice to see him like out there hustling, trying mm-hmm. to like trying to get a story, trying to, you know, make good. And uh again, not just like being a creep with the new half shirt girl. Yep. Which is good. Let's oh, let's see. What's your bad thing? Uh what, what? this is uh not much of a bad thing. It's, it's more confused me than anything else. Uh, Granny spends the last chunk of the episode before Darkseid actually shows up being real cagey about who he is. Oh, yeah. The master. We must go to the master. I'm like, what's all this master crap? We all know it's Darkseid. We just met him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I thought they, like, because the whole thing, one of the problems I have with the apocalypse stuff mm-hmm. is how just how long it's taking to play out. Mm-hmm. Like, Darkseid feels like the final boss, and he still really hasn't, like, he does that thing where, like, Bowser shows up in one of the early boss levels and, Mm -hmm. like, throws one fireball at you and then leaves again. Yep. It's like, Jesus Christ, fight him already. The show's almost over. They're really building up to that last fight. It better be great. It's it's actually pretty good. The finale is, Mm. is it pays a lot of this off, and it's pretty good. Yeah. But, um... Like, I kind of thought they, in the spirit of that, there'd be some sort of middle, you know, like, there's so many characters from all this. I figured mm-hmm. she'd answer to some lieutenant of Darkseid's or something. Yeah. No, nope, yeah, just the usual. Mm-hmm. How's it going, Darkseid? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I'm in a bad mood all the time. I like feeding on people's souls or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I'm the devil. You get it? <laughs> do, you, do you get it? This place is hell and I'm the devil. Oh. Okay. Go build, huh. build more statues of my big head. I do like Kara showing up and flying around and just like looking at the fire pits and looking at the statue of Darkseid and going, huh, all right, whatever. I love her description of Apocalypse, which is, this place is a real toilet. Yeah, that would have been my quote if, if that was uh, my episode to which, pick a quote. Yeah, it is. Oh, is that yours? Oh, no, it should be. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a very good one, though. Uh, this place sucks. Yeah. No, toilet specifically was a very good poll. <laughs> That's something you hear people say often in a, in a cartoon. It's good. <laughs> also, she's not wrong that the Furies have terrible teamwork. Like, the way to defeat mm-hmm. them is basically send the whip one after the claw one. Yep. And then they both get knocked over by the stompy one. Mm-hmm. Get out there and kick their asses, you shower of idiots. Why don't you? No, she's got to call them, like, I don't know. Pork chop? Beef stews or something. <laughs> get out there, pork chop sandwiches. There you go. Uh, but it feels like if you put them on a team, they should get out of each other's way. Mm-hmm. Come on, like what the? Not in fr- not in front of people. Come on, that yeah, can be too bad. There's two Kryptonians now. Like we gotta we gotta we gotta really up our game mm-hmm. here. Put Superman back in those like uh, you you called it being crucified. That's yep. that's pretty good. But uh, the I always called them Kirby stocks. Yep. You know. They're Kirby stocks. What if I stab her with my uh, Wolverine claws? Yeah, whatever. Go have fun. What if I put my nose bandage right in the way so you can't? (laughs) Guys, my nose is running so badly. I just... (laughs) It's just constant (laughs) pressure. I don't know what I'm doing. Guys. (laughs) I had a nosebleed that just didn't stop, so I just left this Mm -hmm. thing here. Noses are overrated anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, what else? What else? Let's see my notes here. I 
we kind of like this might be a short one because I mean, it's a two-parter yeah. is the same story. So, you know. Um, so we talked about Ed Asner. Mm-hmm. We talked about Andrea Martin. Uh, another extremely weird pull mm-hmm. for absolutely no reason that I can tell other than maybe he just wanted to be on the show. Uh, they had Today Show weather guy Al Roker as the weather guy on TV. Uh-huh. Just, just as himself, mm-hmm. Al Roker. I had that thought. It's just like, that guy looks like Al Roker. That's kind of funny. And then it was it Sounds Al like Al Roker. Yeah. Okay, whatever. That's fine. Hello, but, Superman. Al Roker here. I'd like to be on your show. Um, Hi, this is Bruce Tim. Let me put you in touch with uh, Andrea Romano. I'm <laughs> sure we'll figure something out. Get Tim Al Daly. Uh, Al <laughs> Roker wants to talk to Superman. Uh, yes, well. Al. I'm very busy, but... <laughs> Uh, is that how he ended up on Space Ghost? He called the wrong uh, <laughs> animation department first. Hello, Space Ghost. The Superman there? Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't talk to that guy. I'm sick of hearing about that guy. <laughs> Are you getting enough oxygen? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Am I getting the Buick with Daddy? Uh, let's see. What else? Space Ghost, you talking to Al Roker? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was. <laughs> I don't want you talking to him, so I hung up on him. Don't interrupt. I'm George Lowe. It's George Lowe. Mm-hmm. Um, that is yeah. I don't about have a whole lot have, else here. I mean, like, I'm happy to discuss this more, but I think we kind of hit all the salient points. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward uh, to more Supergirl. I like that character. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what this show does with her. I know she will show up in Justice League. Mm-hmm. They'll do some stuff with her and Power Girl later. Like, yep. There's there's a lot of good stuff coming. So. So that's good. Uh, let's roll out those quotes. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, I got this from the opening it's, uh, of uh, my episode. I like uh, Supergirl introducing herself to Superman, who is not thrilled. Kara, I thought I told you to stay out of trouble. Who, me? I'm not in trouble. And by the way, it's Supergirl. See? Super? Girl. I enjoyed that. However, I think you are missing some key visual stuff there because... There is when she says that mm-hmm. she does this excellent little eyebrow flutter, like "Look at me, I'm Supergirl." See, I got it you on the chest mean? and everything. Yeah, all right. But she does that sort of preening thing. This is very cute. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Uh, oh, this uh, mine is um, when Jimmy and Kara get caught uh, at the at the lair house. And uh, he's he's trying to cover, and she's just a little too excited. And they say this. Uh, my chick and I heard Inner Gang was back in biz. Sounded like a good gig. Thought we'd join up. Bingo! Which they set up the bingo thing before. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. I think it still works. It's very good. Yeah. I, I she's so that. excited to be fighting crime. Yeah. He's bingo. What does that mean? Uh, it means we found a clue. Oh, yay! <laughs> We did it! I want to help. <laughs> just again, that giant smile. Yep. It's it. It should annoy me because we just keep seeing sort of the same. You know, mm-hmm. like it's the Harley Quinn smile. It's the like we've seen. Uh, Roxy Rocket had that smile. Like a lot of a lot of ladies. And but yet, Lois occasionally has that smile, but it still works. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Anything else? Uh, that's everything I got. Very well. Well, that's all for this time. Ooh, next time. So next time we have Where There's Smoke. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what that one is. Yeah. Uh, but then we have one called Nighttime. That's that's Night with a K. 
And that is another Batman crossover that is absolutely delightful. I remember this one is, is very good. Yeah. Uh, and I believe our friend Bob will be joining us. It's been oh, cool. It's been a while. Quite some time. He hasn't uh, he hasn't talked to any Superman with us yet, so uh, looking forward to that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. Twala, pork chops. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2021. Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.